To grapple man, soon may come To ramble, rant, and flap his gums One day when the grapplers scrum He'll talk about the wrestling world Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round They gambled picks from a site they found In hopes they'd hit their fists will pound Gamble, gamble, degenerates we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with another episode of Gambling with a Grappleman. I'm Dave, being joined by CJ, Billy, and Dino. And uh, week 15 in the books. We got week 16 here. Boys, three weeks left in the regular season. What happened? I fucking woke up. <laughs> the earth is spinning faster on its app. I, I mean, it was literally just yesterday, and it was the beginning of August. It feels that way. It feels like we just, 15 weeks ago or 16 weeks ago, like we recorded the first episode, that feels like six weeks ago. Yeah. It's like Christmas is here already. Football's being played on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day this week. Only two teams have one more game left after this week this year, and then the rest of the teams play in 2023. Playoffs around the corner. Every team with three games left. We'll go through last week's results, but any any news and headlines to get this thing started this week, or we want to just jump into it? Franco Harris died. Oh, yeah, it's RIP to Franco Harris, Pittsburgh Steeler legend, the Immaculate Reception, which everybody has seen uh, at some point in your lifetime. One of the most famous catches in the history of football, so... Unfortunate to lose a legend a game like that. And the Steelers were supposed to honor him this weekend, too, weren't they? Well, now they're going to pay tribute to him. Yeah. There's a lot of retiring his number. And they were doing something this weekend for him yeah, before. Apparently, apparently, the Steelers don't retire numbers, which is strange. Yeah, they've only done it for two other players, I believe. He How been, old was he? 70? Ooh, that's... Uh, it's kind of relatively young-ish. Yeah, he's in his early 70s. I think 72 is what... Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not, not young, but he's not, like, terribly old. Yeah. Uh, he was he was 72, and there's, like, a... And the immaculate reception was 1972. So, people are kind of like, oh, oh, there's, you know, a parallel or whatever the fuck. Yeah, a lot of controversy on that play. You guys familiar with it? I don't think the ball hit the ground, but what technically it should have been um, an incomplete pass because back in those days, if it hit the defending player, it was like an offensive player or if you hit an offensive player, another offensive player couldn't catch the ball unless it was that guy. And the ball tipped off of, like, the other receiver, but the officials thought it hit the defensive player, and that's why I allowed the catch to stand. But had replay been around, like, the big thing is, would this play have stood? Because it's... If we're being honest, I still don't know what a catch is, so... This is true. It's been going on for 50 years. <laughs> but back then, without replay, I caught the ball, and they just let it roll. <laughs> Back then, everybody that was in the Hall of Fame would not be in the Hall of Fame. How many of those players would be kicked out of the, every fucking game for helmet-to-helmet contact? 
fucking roughing the passer eight times from fucking Sunday. They used stick'em back then, you know, like. A different game. I mean, heck, even in the last ten years, the you like there was a clip they showed of um, like just recently with Sean Taylor, and it was like 2010, and I'm like, this looks 20 years old, 25 years oh, old. Oh yeah, you catch a game from fucking 2008, 2009, it's foreign, dude, just so <laughs> foreign. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. It just and it doesn't feel that like I watched those games. It did not feel that long ago. No. Yeah. I was a senior in 2008. Like, that feels like just two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, especially when you see the clips. Because you don't think of the evolutions that much, but just the uniforms, the equipment especially. Yep. Wow. It was like, it was like for me, when I saw the, the Bad Boys Pistons documentary, right? They put out the 30 for 30. And I grew up watching the fucking Pistons, you know? Yeah. And to see them knocking motherfuckers out, you know, like to see that, and you're like, oh yeah. And now you see somebody like touch somebody's fucking shoe. Dwayne Wade goes up for a goddamn fadeaway jumper and kicks the player, and then gets that guy gets called for a foul. You're just like, how the fuck is that even? That's not even basketball. You're like, what is that? It's just like, you know, if anything, it should be called on fucking D Wade, but no. Yeah, evolution sports something. Um, all right. Evolution of Sports brought us Week 15 NFL action. And, um, I mean, and Dino had a good week. I had a really, really good week. And CJ and, and Billy, you guys went, had rough weeks. Rough weeks. Look, at the, be- at, at the end of last year, I had said I was going to try and lose every fucking game this year. And I failed. Failed miserably. But from here out, trying to lose them all. Ain't no coming back from this one. <laughs> Guy, what was my record? Uh, you guys were both 4-11-1. and one. Oh. I know, went 9-6-1. and one. I was 11-4-1. and one. Uh, um, So Thursday night, Dino and I were on the 49ers. Uh, they covered against Seattle, 21 to 13. Uh, they were laying three. I don't remember much about this game, guys. It feels so long ago. Uh, I don't Ironic think after we talk, just talking about how fast it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly I can't remember one single play from this game, and I know I watched all of it. I can't either. That's what San Francisco does to you. They just win games and you don't. But they do it so kind of like nonchalantly that you don't really remember what they did. Yeah, I, I do. I can picture Christian McCaffrey's touchdown now. Kittle had a touchdown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Kittle touchdown. Okay, I'm picturing. Yeah, the Kittle. All right. Anyway. That was like the double screen or double yeah. fake screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyways, 49ers get it done. We moved to Saturday games. <clears throat> and the uh, – actually, I have to do a correction here on you, Dino. You were actually 10-6-1. I didn't highlight a game for you. 10-5-1. Um, so Dino and I were also on the Colts. Uh, they had the – they were up 33 nothing. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. 
And they lose this game 39-36, the largest comeback in NFL history. It's been well documented. However, they still cover. They were getting four and a half points. What a what a way to what a way to cover a game by blowing a 33 point lead. Good team win. Great team cover. <laughs> That's that was. I just, how do you bring Jeff Saturday back? How do you bring any of those players back? Yeah, I you just anybody. Dude, Matt Ryan on the on the end of that again. First I mean, he just has to than that. Oh, that poor fucking guy. He's just got to retire. I mean. Yeah, just stick, just go play golf somewhere. Yeah, I think his, his that might be the last game he ever plays in the NFL, too. Um, he will not be starting this week as Nick Foles is getting the job uh, for week 16 oh. night football action. Fuck, now i got to change my pick. But, um. But yeah, Matty Ryan. I didn't see the game. I didn't see any of it on Saturday. I didn't have access to NFL Network. But second half, I mean, CJ, I know you were texting me. You said that they just were getting three and outs and scoring touchdowns. Is that really what happened in the second half? Yeah, pretty much. They didn't do anything fancy. Like, I mean, the Colts' offense didn't really do shit all game. Okay. They had, like, a blocked punt and a fucking, you know, a bunch of – bullshit touchdowns that ran the score up. And I think yeah, I got the ball back like at the halftime and went down and kicked the field goal and then that was it. Well Jonathan Taylor got hurt again. Yeah he, he got, got hurt in the first quarter. They couldn't fucking run. But yeah. There's a lot that, of what it looked like. I'd say that was the craziest thing I've ever seen, but then Matt Patricia said hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there, like, I don't know how, I don't know if they flipped over to that game, or I was watching it on NFL Network when they were running through all the scores, when they had that particular fucking game on. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, is he going to score? Is he going to really try and score? They're tied. What the fuck are they doing? He could step out of bounds right there, and it won't matter. Nope. He's going for the lateral. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And then they lateral again, and it's a fucking interception, and then it's a touchdown. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bill Belichick would have cut that guy on the spot 20 years ago. Yeah, it was definitely not planned. Okay, first and foremost, I disagree with that. Matt Patricia was on the sideline clapping when the first lateral happened. He knew something fucking weird was going on. But <laughs> I digress. First and foremost, Jacoby Myers. That was an absolute seed. I mean, a dime piece of a ball. It just, it was to an ex-teammate. I, I think he got confused. And, uh, you know, poor Mac Jones just got posterized. Yeah. And um, it just fucking brings me great joy that the same old Lions are getting the, uh, the Patriots are getting the same old Lions syndrome. It's fucking. Bailey Zappi with that tackle. It's 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 amazing that Matt Patricia is an offensive coordinator since he's a a defensive genius. Yeah. Pitch it back and forth type of thing. But uh so I mean we'll get we'll get to that game. We'll touch on it real quick. Uh the rest of Saturday slate 
Cleveland Browns won 13-3. I was the only one on Cleveland. Billy flip-flopped at the end of the podcast there. Took Cleveland and flip-flopped back to Baltimore for some reason. And uh, Brownie the Elf Magic coming through. Didn't uh, watch a down of that game. What was that? I didn't watch a down of that game. I, I didn't see any of these games. And then the other uh, Sunday night slate. Uh, I didn't see that game either, but it seemed like a happy ending for Cleveland. Yeah, very happy. Those folks very pleased, especially Deshaun Watson getting a nice happy ending uh, for his first victory in Cleveland. Uh, the Sunday night game took place in Buffalo, and it was like a nice little snowstorm going on up there as the Miami Dolphins came into town, and it was a dogfight. Uh, Buffalo gets the win at home, 32-29, but Miami getting seven and a half points. They covered easily. Yeah, I have a new rule for myself. Um, anything north of seven points, I am automatically taking the points. Doesn't matter. Give me the points. It came well. It, it worked well for you there. You were on Miami with me. Um, I had Cleveland and Miami as locks. I was, and I was feeling pretty good going into Sunday at four and zero. Billy was one and three. CJ zero oh and four, and Dino two and two. So it was open slate, and then Monday. Or then the Sunday afternoon games happened. Atlanta and the Saints. Saints had a big lead. Atlanta with a nice little backdoor cover. They lose 21-18. But when you're getting four and a half points, and Dino and I can smile happily with that backdoor cover. The Jets were home pups. Uh, They go toe-to-toe with the Detroit Lions. The Lions pull this one out in the end. 20-17. I was the only one on the Jets. Uh, you, know, you three were on the Lions and had them as locks. What a football game. Yep. It was a... So, uh, go ahead. Should we worry that... Because I, I feel like if Mike White plays that game healthy... The oh, Jets they lose. Yeah. The Jets would have won that game. That. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they lose or not because some of those big plays. To be honest with you, happened. I think if Joe Flacco played, the Jets might have won. Maybe. Zach, Zach Wilson, I can see why he was the number two pick overall. All the talent in the world. Kid's got a cannon for an arm. Good-looking athlete. Like, he can run around the field. Just doesn't – just not the most accurate guy and definitely not the quickest decision maker. Um, but the talent is there. It was evident. Good. Wonder how many people went to his birthday party. <laughs> right. Well, somebody's mom probably there. What is it? Uh, 216 pass attempts without an interception for Jared Goff. Couple games without a sack. Don't so think we're third in sacks. Didn't even touch fucking Jared Goff. Uh, some good things. Uh, Lions secondary could use some work. Yeah. I've, I've special teams good. came together on this one, though. They did. And I, I feel like this is probably the third or fourth win. Because I think the Jags did it. And I think, yeah, the uh, Vikings did. Where they give up, like, over 300 yards passing and still somehow win. Yeah. The Lions' defense is not, still not great. Um, 
They're holding teams to under 24 points, which is your goal in the NFL. They are keeping teams from scoring. But they're getting turnovers. That's the big thing. Yeah, but they're not stopping anybody, really. Well, well, the thing is, outside of, like, San Francisco, there's not really many defenses that actually get stops. Okay. You know? But I think I think in the in the NFL, I think teams move the ball really well inside or you know from twenty to twenty. It's just in the red zone, yeah, is where you make your money. Yeah. You know, they're when they need it. They're making timely. Yeah. Stops. They're not yeah. getting a lot of stops, but they're making timely stops. So it's it's, it's bend it's a bend but don't break scenario. You know, it's like, fuck, you want to you, you wanna go for a thousand yards on me? That's fine. But how many points did you score? You know? Oh, you got the Trisha method. Yeah, but that's his offense. That's not his defense. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we said his first press conference here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's an offensive break defense. He's an offensive coordinator now. He's like, Mac, we're going to we're going to get a thousand yards and we're going to kick a field goal. That's that's what we're doing here. And when it was okay. the defensive side, he was like, you know, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to let up a lot of yards and give up a lot of points and hope Tom Brady brings us back into the game and we win the Super Bowl, you know. It worked so. once. They lost to Nine Inch Nick, but, you know. The Houston Texans took the Kansas City Chiefs to the absolute limit in overtime. Uh, they lose the game 30-24, to 24, but they cover with 14 points. I happen to be on Texan Island. That's a good place to be. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Billy and I were on them. Uh, CJ and Dino on the Eagles. The Eagles win the game 25-20. Bears get nine points at home, so they cover. Steelers were two-and-a-half-point dogs on the road going down to Carolina. Dino and I were on Pittsburgh. They won the game 24-16. to I will say, let me give you a little Barry Horowitz here. After not betting the fucking uh, Steelers for a couple of years, I've been dead goddamn on them this year. <laughs> you have been very, uh, very good. <laughs> He's like, fuck Ben Roethlisberger, he's gone. Give me concussion, Kenny. We're going all the way, baby. Um, Dino was on Jacksonville Island. And not only did they cover getting four and a half points as a home pup, they won the game 40 to 34 in overtime. Pretty impressive. The, the prince that was promised came through. It was a hell of a fourth quarter for him. Uh, Denver and Arizona. That game happened. No one watched. And Denver won 24 to 15. Billy, we should have punched you in the mouth. You were that seems the- like a very appropriate score for that game. <laughs> you, you took the Cardinals after you told us to punch you in the face if you ever took the Cardinals again, and you still took them. <laughs> well, he weighed his options. Yeah, I just... What am I supposed to do? You see who's on the other sideline? Fucking Nathaniel Ackett. I mean, their fucking quarterback has more bathrooms than he has touchdown passes. Do you want me to take that team? I know he didn't play, but 
Hey, Brett Rippon even, came in. He won the game. I don't even know who the hell the backup Brett Rippon. I don't know who the fuck that is. I mean, sh- Hey, maybe the problem is not Nathaniel Hackett. He's 1-0 without Russ. Well, look at you, sir. Did you the just pot. say that with a straight face? Shit maybe the problem is not Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's a problem. Anyways, they won. Hey, good for him. Um, I was on Las Vegas Island, and um, thanks to the aforementioned play with the New England Patriots and the Raiders, um, I happened to get the win there 30-24, but that play, we could talk about it for an hour. It still just blows my mind that they even – because the run – I don't mind the run call. Like – no, the draw was it. It was absolutely the right call. And he got I, like 30 yards. I just, I don't understand why Ramondre Stevenson dropped it back. And then I just don't understand what Jacoby Myers was thinking. But at the fucking end of the day, it is all back on coaching. That is 100% on coaching. This was the beginning of chaos for me. Five minutes before this game ended, I was covering 3 nothing. A three and three and zero. Oh, all the all these next couple games, within five minutes, I went to one one and one. I, fucking yeah. And then the Chargers uh, in Tennessee have a real uh, real good game. Didn't see any of it, but a seventeen fourteen slugfest that the Chargers uh, get the win on, but they were laying three. Push. The Bengals have a big comeback of their own. They were down to Tampa Bay at that time. <laughs> and uh, they win the game 34-23. They covered their three and a half points they were laying. What happened in the second half with old post-divorce Brady? Yeah, that was... Uh, that second half went about as good as my picks did. <laughs> sure. I think that's really the only way to say it. They turned the ball over on five straight plays. Or five straight drives. I mean, ugly can't, I can't stand here and say that, like, it's a worse second half than what the Colts had against the the uh, the Vikings. But it's a pretty bad second half. No, it was worse. Oh, it the was bad. bad it was worse. Because not only were they turning, turning the ball over, they were doing it ugly. Like boxed handoffs and shit. Like it was bad. Yeah, the one he just like turned and tossed. It's like here, take it. Like hot potato. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what? He's like, my life is shit. Here you go. I'm out. Here you go. I, like the, the, I, think, I think it was this game with the they snapped it to the up back on a punt. And it, it, it didn't know it was coming or it was an errant snap, something. Yeah. Like, shit like that. Like, just ugly. Yeah, he, he, he said uh, multiple times in the the post-game interview that he didn't want to do. Well, not that he didn't want to do it, that he was shocked that he had to do. Um, that it was just his fault on him. He didn't know it was a fake miscommunication, whatever. So, Giovanni Bernard's been in the league a long time. He's a good player. Whether you believe him or not, he's he's a, he's a vet. He's going to take the onus on it um, anyway. But that was that was a bizarre situation. Those reporters were terrible reporters. 
Yeah. I mean, I just like, I, I just don't under. Yeah, I didn't understand the the thought process. Like, what was the point of the question? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no answer for you. It, it's. And then he's just like, like oh, now you guys like, want to talk why, about why would you, you say that? that? Yeah, that exactly. Why would you? I I don't know. Yeah, that's a fucking that's that's the most annoying part about like, dude, reporters mo- at, ask the most annoying questions. Oh, yeah. Journalism is. I know it's okay. off topic, but that one guy in Canada that covers the Oilers. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, you want to talk about a douchebag? Yes. Great. I can't think of his name offhand, but yeah, he is a slime ball. Oh, is it's is it Mike Mike Matt or uh Oh gosh, I gotta look it up now. Alright. Well while you're looking it up, we're gonna move to Sunday night. Division rivalry. Lions playoff implications on the line here as the uh the Giants and Commanders went toe to toe. To my surprise, three of us run the Giants. Uh they win the game twenty to twelve. Uh, they were getting four and a half points, uh, but they went into Washington and they got the win. That was my third lock. I was feeling good, and I realized Dallas was my other lock, so I'm only three and one on my locks. That's terrible. Uh, terrible way to lose out. Nonetheless, we looked good there. Um, and then Monday night, the Packers easily handled the, the Rams 24 to 12 uh, in Lambeau. They covered easily, um, and that was the week 15. <laughs> How about the Lions living rent-free in Aaron Rodgers' head? I love it. That's so I know funny. What's I like that he said that. What, yeah, it, yeah me too. It's funny. Like, you know what? I like that Aaron Rodgers has it. He's just like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, he's so petty and spiteful that I kind of I kind of respect him a little yep. bit. Yep, makes me smile. Yeah. Braylon Edwards had said some shit that I had heard he in an interview that he had done. About Aaron Rodgers, and they got drafted the same year. And apparently, he had walked up to him and Alex Smith and said, "Hi, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm the number one pick in the draft." And uh, and then just walked the fuck away, right? He introduced himself, walked off, and did what he did. And ended up getting picked like you know, fucking twenty-seven or wherever the fuck he went to Green Bay. And everybody else that was there got picked before him. So it was kind of funny. But he was like, I respect that from Aaron Rodgers because he's never changed who he is. He's an asshole, and he's always going to be an arrogant asshole, and that's what he is. I thought it was kind of funny. Interesting. But he is a petty motherfucker. Like, he won't even acknowledge the Lions. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. That I don't know team? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, that team. You don't lose to that team. I didn't say it. Them the fuck out, you know, like is that fuel for the fucking lions, you know? Do you wanna you wanna fuck with them like that? I've been saying it all week. I do not want the Lions to be nine and seven in Green Bay eight and eight going into that game. Well I don't I think I don't think that's I don't happen. want it. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I have like no confidence the Lions are gonna beat the Packers in Green Bay if the Packers are eight and eight and the Lions are nine and seven. 
A very similar situation made Matt Flynn a very rich man. Yes. It just it's a recipe for to to end this season. It's to be the most not that it would be same old Lions, but it would be like the most same old Lions ending to the season. And then all these people just be going in all disappointed in the offseason. All these these Mark fans. Can't even call them real fans. All these marks. Uh, and they're in a boohoo and bellyache and try to get Dan Campbell fired again all offseason. Because he lost in Lambeau. How many people are saying Lions to the Super Bowl right now? Unfortunately, a couple. There, it, was, it was a pretty hot topic. Ninety-seven one has been unbearable. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, been, it was. I, today was kind of wild. I believe it. I believe people are calling in, just going on and on. It, it, I know when I was up there, I don't even know when it was. Uh, maybe two thousand eleven. Oh, back when they it's had hard. when they went to the playoffs with Matthew Stafford for the first time. Everyone is like, "Oh, Lions are going to the Super Bowl." I'm like, "No, they're not." <laughs> The amount of people that still want to draft a quarterback with the Rams. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. Yep. Welcome. Welcome to Detroit. Defense, defense, defense. It's almost like the expectation amongst the Mark fans has been built up to where if this team doesn't make the playoff, it's a failed season. These are the same people who seven weeks ago were calling for people's jobs and to be fired and same old lines. It's just the expectation is so wild. And it's the like the highest the highs, the lowest the lows. They can't just be happy and they can't just be like, all right, this is a, this is a figured out year. I thought they'd go six and 11. You know what? At worst, they go seven and 10 now. They exceeded my expectations. So it's just a gravy train. I'm happy with the season with whatever happens these last three weeks. Well, it was kind of like the beginning of the year when you're looking at the schedule. I went through and I was like, they can win 10 fucking games. Like 10 games, if not more, at some of the teams they were playing, you know? It's like this back half of the season is going kind of how I was picking it, you know? But I thought they would have won Minnesota, you know, that first Minnesota game. And then, you know, one of the Dallas, New England, or Miami games, you know? A lot of people haven't beaten Seattle. Most people had not beaten Seattle. Because nobody thought Seattle was going to be worth a fuck. Yeah, right. For me, as long as as long as they beat the Panthers, I'm good after that. Because they should have beat the Bears the first time around, and I never expect them to beat Aaron Rodgers. If they beat the Panthers, I don't care what happens the rest of the way. You guys are missing a key part of this. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay are going to get blown the fuck out Sunday. Their season's going to be over. Nobody they've, on that team's going to care. Yeah, they've got uh, Miami, Minnesota, and then the Lions. Well, we are we are going to get there. We'll might as well jump into this week's games. The team that the Lions just beat, the New York Jets, are home on Thursday night football this week with the Jacksonville Jaguars coming to town. Jacksonville laying one and a half, or I'm sorry, Jacksonville getting one and a half point road dog. Jaguars. Oh, shit. I won the week, didn't I? Who the hell am I taking here? You know, I'm going to defer. Billy, you can go ahead. Oh, thanks, pal. Appreciate you for that one. No problem. Um, I don't... 
when you come back like Jacksonville does, it takes a lot of energy, man. And just playing on a short week, I have a tough time seeing them scoring points against the Jets' defense. And on the flip side, I have a hard time seeing the Jets scoring points as well. I really like the under in this game, but I think I'm going to take the Jets at home. All right, DJ. Yeah, who the, who the fuck knows? Uh, Jacksonville's been playing pretty good lately. Who did they play the week before? Tennessee. That's right, and they beat Tennessee, so they're on a two-game winning streak. So they won two in a row. If they win one more, a great coach that Dino quoted a few months back. Yeah, yeah, Lou Brown. On the winning streak. What are are we going to get? Tony Khan titties? Is that what we're looking for here? (laughs) Yeah, Sean Khan dick. Sean Khan titty? (laughs) Sean Khan. Sean Sean Khan schlong. Yeah, they want to find out out if his his, uh, downstair Curly's matches Curly mustache. (laughs) You got the. (laughs) You got the handlebar of nut hair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me Jacksonville. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, Dino. So, I'm a big fan of Colin Cowherd. He's full of shit, and that's why I like him. But he had, in his power rankings, he had the Vikings 10, the Lions 9, the Jaguars 8. I don't understand why, because the Lions just dog walked the fucking Jaguars. Anyways. Uh, just something to stick in my craw for a day. Uh, but Sunshine is starting to show glimpses consistently of who we thought he would be. So give me Jacksonville. Feels like a trap game. Jacksonville's riding some momentum. The Jets figuring out. Jets, our home pops on a short week, which is very attractive. Um, Jacksonville, though, like December, uh, Doug Peterson's got a little bit. He's got a good track record. Uh, Bob Salah still a new coach. Feels like a game that the that that's really close. I'll take the points and the Jags. Um, this does feel like a 21-20 game either way. Like I'll take the point and a half. And the Jags and Billy, you get to be on a home pup island for the first uh, first game, and that's a good sign for the week, huh? Yeah, so we thought last week, too. Well, you and CJ were both on uh, with the same. Oh, game. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, so we will see here with uh, CJ. Yeah. We got Christmas Eve games, Saturday games, a lot of big Saturday slates. The Giants getting three and a half points on the road, and they're on the Vikings in Minnesota. Yeah, um, fuck. Give me Minnesota. I don't know. All right, Dino. Yeah, the Vikings defense is so fucking bad, though. Um, I don't know, is is 1 o'clock Kurt? Does that translate to Saturday? I don't know. It's Christmas Eve, Kirk. 
Christmas Eve, Kirk. Give uh, him Minnesota. Oh, the Giants are a mess. Um, this feels like a game that should have opened. Like Minnesota made the big comeback last week. The Giants got the win on Sunday Night Football. I feel like I don't know for sure. I have to lift this up. I feel like this spread probably would have been a little bit bigger with with uh, um, like Minnesota probably laying more like four and a half or five. But I still like the Giants getting that three and a hook. Uh, Minnesota plays tight games. They play to their opponent. They have all season. Um, and the and the Giants they kind of do the same thing. Like these two teams are real similar. They just they play tight games, so I'll take the points in the Giants, Philly. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking Minnesota to start, but as you guys kind of talk there, I think I'm back on the Giants. And, you know, just, just talking about, you know, coming back, spending all that energy. I mean, the greatest or the largest comeback we've ever seen. And, man, that Vikings defense is, is so bad. Um, I'll take the three and a hook. I think Minnesota wins, but I, I think the Giants cover. All right, rolling on to Saturday. The Cleveland Browns playing on their second straight Saturday. They're hosting the New Orleans Saints. Dino, what do you got here? I have uh, a prime candidate for who gives a fuck. Give me Cleveland. I am. Um, I'm gonna take Cleveland there. I don't like the. I don't like that they're laying points to the Saints, but since it's two and a half, I will take the Browns and that fucking elf. I love that little elf, and, and that elf and, De, and Deshaun Watson are undefeated together. Um, a lot of magic takes place on that field, and I will I will stick with them. I, I wish this game was one and a half. Um, if it was three and a half, I'd be on the Saints. So that's that's I think they'll be close, Billy. I've been going against that fucking elf every week, <laughs> and I've been wrong every time. Every time. I'm not changing it up now. Give me the Saints. DJ? I mean, do you even need to ask me who I'm picking in this game? I just need to know what your thoughts are on the Saints coming into Cleveland with, with the little elf on the field. Mm-hmm. They got Deshaun Watson, a very polarizing quarterback. I mean, are the Saints going to bring the voodoo to counter the elf? I mean, what are we going to do here? Well, I, I need to ask you a question. When you had said, you know, the elf with the magic and Deshaun with the magic and, you know, the polarizing, do you think Deshaun was trying to get the HJ from Brownie the Elf? Oh, do you sure that's why it's like that. Do you, think, do you think he has some little people dressed like elves walking around? Well, I don't know about that. You know, that. and then he was like, he was like, if you hold it in your hand, look at how much bigger it is than when I hold it in mine. Do you wow. think that's what he was doing? <laughs> I, man, that took a I actually can confirm that. I saw that report on Twitter the other day. See? 
See, that's why Billy took the elf. That motherfucker's magical. <laughs> or picked against them. Won't pick them. Yeah, I'm going the Saints. I don't know. You know, I feel like Taysom Tebow is going to have a bigger game in this one. Just a hunch. Just a feeling I got. I don't know. He played all right against Atlanta. Played quarterback a little bit. Yeah, it's it's going to be cold. It's going to be a cold fucking day. It's going to be negative six kickoff. Ooh, negative slake effect snow. Killer Mike. The under is set at 32 right now, and it's trending to drop to 30 and a half um, by four, like, for soon. It was 32 and a half, and it's minus 118. So it's going to drop two more points here real soon. Um, this is me. This is Detroit laying two and a half points on the road going down to Carolina. Continuing with the trend the last few weeks and my sacrificing self that I am, I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers and I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Carolina Panthers have a shot to win this division still. They were a joke. Earlier this season, they fire Matt Rule. Steve Wilkes has come in. He's co- He's got them playing hard. Got them playing well. They got rid of their, their star player and their head coach. They're playing good team football. Their defense has been playing very, very good. Back-to-back outdoor games for the Lions. Back-to-back road games for the Lions. The Lions did not play very well last week. I don't think that that's going to translate, and all of a sudden they're going to look like how they do indoors. This seems like another close game and a dogfight. You're going to give me a home pup with the Detroit Lions? Every time I'm going to take them, especially the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold, who, by the way, in his NFL debut, lit up the Detroit Lions and gave hope to the New York Jets, just like he's going to do with the Carolina Panthers playoff hopes. Billy. I got it. I just got to stop. I mean, I you said you said some mean things last week, and you know, yeah. I mean, the thing the thing about the Lions is it's not like the days with Calvin where it's just like you know fucking huck it chuck it. Calvin's down there, or we're gonna target Golden Tate fifteen times a game. You know, their offensive line is elite they can you know they couldn't they couldn't really run the ball sunday but they found a way to win that's that is a sign of a good team finding ways to win finding new ways to win and i just i would be wildly disappointed if they go in there and lay an egg sunday i I think they probably win by. Expect the L. I I I'm honestly expecting to win by freaking fourteen. It's a lofty expectation with Sam Darnold and the boys down there. Who's gonna cover DJ Moore? He's gonna. Th- they ain't even gonna throw him the ball. Nobody has to cover him. They could let him just sit out there, and Sam Darnold still wouldn't throw him the ball. Hey. I'm- Take DJ Moore over receiving yards. I'm going to take Sam Darnold over passing yards. 
and I'm going to watch it happen. CJ, what do you think? I think you lost your fucking mind talking about Sam Darnold and DJ Moore are going to have a career fucking day, a Hall of Fame type game. Yeah. Hey, okay. That Calvin record of 336 is in jeopardy this week. Okay. And it's this game that it's in jeopardy with? Yep. That team? Does he even have 336 yards on the year? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, are they, they're probably on their 336th coach this year by now. You know, they've traded away everybody on that fucking team. The only thing that's all right about Carolina is their defense. So they might keep it close. If Detroit stops the run like they stopped the run against the Jets, then I don't think, it, you know, they win by 10 points, if not more, you know. But if they, you know, play like they played against Seattle – that defense shows up where you're giving up 200 fucking yards on the ground and 300 yards in the air, then, you know, you're fucked. But I'm picking the Lions. I, I have faith that they're going to uh, gonna pull this one out. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Lions haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in quite a while. If it was three and a half, I might be worried, but two and a half – Forward down the field. Give me Detroit. I'm happily on that Carolina Island. Oh, by the way, that guy's, uh, that reporter's name was Jim Matheson. Matheson, yes. That guy's a fucking sweet turd nugget. I can't, I, I I have a healthy bet on the Florida Panthers money line. And they just allowed two goals in the last two minutes, and I'm I'm beside myself. I'm, I'm not happy. That's why they lit up the goals. Who do they got tonight? The Devils, who played last. Oh night. no, the Devils, and it's three to two. Yeah. I've been good on hockey all week, so I'm due for a shitty night. I've been. Some Sunday. Wow, Montreal's beating Colorado. Hot. I was hot. Anyways, back to football. Back to the NFL. I got to focus. Billy, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the road going up to Foxborough in Arctic temperatures. They're laying three points. The Patriots are home pups. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, you're really going to do me like that. <laughs> Matt Patricia's rocket science off science scientist offense is an underdog. Vegas I mean, you can't score. I precisely see this game in my head. I, in my head and in my heart, I want to see since he blow the fucking wheels off the Patriots. It's not going to happen. I think the Patriots are going to win this game outright. I I I mean call me crazy, I don't know. I feel like Mother Earth itself is going to be on the Bengals after what happened last week, the comeback in the second half with the Bengals, the way the, the Patriots lost. 
man, I don't know. I got I got to take the Patriots and the points. I already regret it. JRB ain't gonna let or yeah, he ain't gonna let me down, but I <laughs> I gotta take the Pats. And just to be clear, this isn't Bocephus picking. You picking? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Both, I gotta do it. pick. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. I probably <laughs> should. I already do regret it. <laughs> CJ, what are you doing here? When is uh when is Cincinnati playing Buffalo? Is that next week? Uh, yes, that is next week. That is another very good reason. It's intriguing. I don't know. It's what three points? No yep. hook. Look. I don't know. I think it's uh. I think Cincinnati can win by three. I don't know. It's I think it's a push, so it doesn't matter. It's Cincinnati. I know. Give me JRB and the Cincinnati Bengals. This was the game when I was going through the slate earlier, and I said, God, this is a tough slate. It's exactly what Billy said is what I was thinking. was The Patriots just lost the most embarrassing game in franchise history, maybe the history of the NFL, they lost the most embarrassing way possible. They just got humiliated. Bill Belichick is an excellent coach. It's not the same Patriots that we're used to. The Detroit may have rubbed off on them a little bit, but this feels like a game where New England does come back and win it. Cincinnati's red hot. They've been covering machines. It, it, it feels, everything on me screams, this is a game where you just, you, smart money says you pick New England and you just move along. The only thing that has me still going to go with Cincy here is on the season, they're 11-3 and three against the spread. So I will take them laying three points. They're the best team in football against the spread. I'm going to put Billy on the home pup, Patriot Island, just where he wants to be. And CJ, those Buffalo Bills that are playing the Bengals next week are on the road this week. They're going to Soldier Field, and they're taking eight and a half points with them and giving them to Chicago, saying, Chicago, we can beat you by nine. Bears, plus eight and a half home against the Bills. Who you got here, Siege? I don't know, eight and a half points. I don't know, give me Buffalo. I don't think Chicago has no defense. All right, Dino. The Bears have been playing a lot of close games. Justin Fields has been making some amazing plays. If you saw that, that, where he broke the sack and ran for a first down last week. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, he's been electric. So naturally, I have to say, fuck the Bears. I mean, the best- <laughs> um, I've been I've been on the Bears quite a bit this season um, with these big spreads, and I feel like they they've done pretty good to me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them again here. Uh, they just had a scrap with the Eagles. They lost by five. 
I don't know how much fight that locker room has left, but it's still first-year head coach in Eberflus. It's still guys going on the field and playing in the NFL. Um, so they're going to go out there and try. The Bills, um, they've also played a lot of games tighter than you would imagine. So I'll take the Bears as home pups getting eight and a half. Billy? I'm right there with you. Uh, it, it just... I feel like Buffalo has a blowout coming, but I do think that they'll get caught looking. Not, I don't think they're going to lose, but I think that's a showdown next week that I think they're looking forward to. I could see them winning this game by oh, 10 to 14 all game, and then Chicago backdoor covers at the end. Take it, I'll take the Bears in the points. All right. CJ, you went first there, right? Yeah. So, Dino. Houston getting three and a half points on the road, and they're taking on the Tennessee Titans. Give me Mike Ray rolling to the Titans. You know, the, the, the Titans on a losing streak right now. I believe they've lost three in a row. Houston's been playing a lot of teams tight. Uh, it's a divisional game. Podcast history here says I take Houston three and a hook because it's a divisional game and those are usually three-point games. But this feels like a game where Tennessee just figures out a way to get that win and make a statement. I'm going to take the Titans. I feel dirty taking the Titans, laying three and a half in a divisional game, but Houston losing an OT to the Chiefs, it just... I don't see him. I don't know. Who knows? I can't say anymore. Billy? Uh, I'm all over Tennessee. I am shocked that this is only three and a half, to be honest. I could see Tennessee winning this game handily and only having to throw the ball ten times. CJ? Well... All Derrick Henry does is run for 200 yards every time he plays the Houston Texans. For whatever fucking reason, they can't stop him. I think I watched, I don't know, a game last season where every time he touched the ball, it was 10 to 12 fucking yards of carry. He had almost 200 yards in the first half. I was like, this is ridiculous. So that being said, we're taking the Titans. I don't know if Malik Willis is going to play in place of Tannehill because he hurt his ankle last week or his foot. But uh, either way, I think he can handle handing the ball off. So I did not know that about Malik Willis potentially starting, but we're all on the Titans, huh? What could possibly go wrong? All right. Um, Not a goddamn thing, son. Big spread here. Seattle getting 10 points on the road at Kansas City. Uh, Feels like Seattle's little magic is is starting to fade away. Uh, Water's finding its level with them. The Chiefs, the Chiefs do what the Chiefs do. They get big spreads. They get big leads. Or or they they just let teams hang around, too, and and then they, they... they have the capability of blowing out teams, but I feel like when they blow a team out, it's a it's a good team. And then they'll play these teams that are mediocre 
and they just play tight with them. So I'll take Seattle in the points. It's too many points. Billy? Yeah, I think the nosedive continues. Gives me, give me the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many are they given? Ten. I I can't break my rule. Give me the Seahawks. CJ. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Kansas City, Kansas City probably wins this game, right, outright. But do they beat Seattle by 10? That's the question. Ah, uh, give me Seattle. I don't think Kansas City's covered a lot of big spreads. All right, Dino. Yeah, give me the points. We're, on Seattle. We're all on Seattle. Oh, boy. What could possibly go wrong with us all on Tennessee and us all on Seattle? Uh, Billy, the Atlanta Falcons are getting seven and a half points on the road at Baltimore. Uh, is Lamar back? Yeah, he's supposed to. He's, he's practiced or limited. Uh, I mean, he, even with him coming back, he's going to be kind of rusty. Seven. I, give me the points. Can't break the rule. TJ. I mean, I guess I should take another one of those rape showers. Ace Ventura, pet detective style, you know? Laces out, Dan, and shit. Give me Atlanta. It's over a football number, so give me uh, Baltimore just blows too many big leads. Give me Atlanta. Here we are for the third time in a row, all on. uh, I just can't take Baltimore. As much as I want to be on an island, I can't do it because they just lost 13-3 to to Cleveland, and you think they're going to bounce back and have a really good week, and Lamar's going to come in and light this offense up. But Devin Duvernay has also gone to IR, and they signed Sammy Watkins to be there. They only have three wide receivers on the team. Sammy Watkins makes four. Like, this isn't a team that's going to score a lot of points. So I will definitely stick with the Falcons with you guys. Uh, CJ, Washington Commanders are getting seven points on the road, and they're traveling out west to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Look, the 49ers are going to fucking murder the Commandos. But I have rules, too. I know it surprises people that I have rules sometimes. You have rules, and you have morals. Is there a difference? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck the 49ers. Give me, give me the Commandos. Dino. Give me the infringement. Give me the uh, Niners. It feels like the Niners are due for a a reality check, but this team's just too. This defense is too good. They run the ball. 
And Brock Purdy just has to take care of it. Uh, Heineke struggled against the Giants' defense in the second half, and, and San Francisco's defense is even better. So I'll, I'll take the 49ers by seven. Billy? Yeah, I, I just looked down at this line, and my first thought was, fuck, I need to find a loophole in this rule. And I believe I said anything north of a touchdown. And this is right at a touchdown. So yeah. that means that we can take the San Francisco 49ers because that defensive line is going to feast on Washington's offensive line. Yeah. And I just I, – I don't see San Fran really scoring that many points, but I don't see a way how Washington gets any more than 10. So I'll take the Niners. With a uh... – with a commander's loss here, if that is the case, the three of us on the 49ers, um, is there a chance that we see Carl Wentz next week? I would say probably not, but <laughs> I'm, guessing, I'm, guess, I'm guessing the Devils just scored. No, the fuck. The Panthers had a three-on-one. Oh, there's the devil's empty netter. Fuck. The Panthers had a three-on-one. Goalie out of the net. I don't know how they didn't score. And these guys just, like, whiffed on the puck. I'm, I'm perplexed. I should fucking change my pick. Fuck the Panthers. All right. Think Panthers. All right, all right, all right. CJ went first there. Dino, the Philadelphia Eagles are getting four and a half points on the road at the Dallas Cowboys. So Jalen Hurts hasn't been ruled out, but this tells me that Vegas thinks that he is not going to play. But that gives way for the best backup in all of football history. Did we mention Mania? Throwing dimes to Devontae Smith, to A.J. Brown. Philadelphia's going to win this fucking game. Give me Philadelphia. It feels like an up-down theory with Dallas. Philadelphia's been playing a lot of tight games. Even if Jalen Hurts was playing, this feels like a game that Dallas wins. Um, However, I don't think they win by four and a half. Uh, I think Minshew will play well enough to keep it close. So I'll take the points in the Eagles. Billy? They just I will absolutely them. take the points in the Eagles. I think that offense is still going to be, I don't want to say as high level, but Minshew playing for the first week, he's going to come in and not miss a beat. The defense is really good. I could see him shutting Dallas's offense down. I could see a low-scoring game here. Give me the Eagles and the points. CJ. So, Gardner Minshew, he starts this game. It's going to pay tribute to the late, great Mike Leach, his coach at Washington State. And he's going to go the fuck off on the Dallas Cowboys. 
So we're picking the Eagles. And then it's going to, you know, it's that, it's that question that Micah Parsons asked a couple weeks ago. Is Jalen Hurts really the MVP? Or is it the team? That motherfucker's going to find out it's the goddamn team, dog. All right, that scares me. We're on two. We're all on too many of the same games here, guys. This, I don't like it. Here's another one. We're probably all. Who the fuck knows? Vegas on the road, getting two and a half points, traveling up to Akersher, take on Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I don't like that Pittsburgh's laying two and a half, but I do think they win this game. They should win, and the only reason I think Pittsburgh's going to win this game is because uh, Tomlin hasn't had a losing season. I believe he is six and eight right now. I could be wrong on that. And uh, a loss guarantees him a losing season. I don't think the Vegas team coming off of that win is going to um, to come into town and beat him, but. does feel like the smart bet is Vegas. I've said that a couple times. Last week, I would have took Vegas here. What was the other game? Last week, I took Houston. All right, I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh. I'm probably going to lose with Pittsburgh and Tennessee, but we'll see. Billy? Who gives a shit game of the week? I will say there is another candidate, but for people in Detroit, it has implications. So, in my opinion, this game sucks. Give me the Steelers. DJ. Yeah, this is, this is the Immaculate Reception Part 2. And Franco's going to play a big part in this game. So we're going with the Steelers. Plus, it's probably going to be fucking cold in Pittsburgh and snowy. I know. <laughs> the death game. What do you want me to do? It's a death game. It's a death game. And Kenny Pickett's back. I... Concussion Kenny. Give me the Stillers. That was a great Mark Cavoli impression, by the way. Jay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm on the right side of it. <laughs> We're setting ourselves up for a rough fucking week here. Hey! Fuck it, man! It doesn't even matter. That is like six anymore. games in a row where we are... All on the same page, and that has never worked out well in our favor. The smart bets to me are Vegas and Houston. I'm not changing my pick. We're going to ride it out here. Green Bay, plus three and a half at Miami on Christmas Day. Billy, this is you up first, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mr. Rogers. Here's a three-touchdown ass-beating. Give me the Dolphins. CJ. Yep. I'm with Billy. I don't know if it's three touchdowns, but, you know, Miami is definitely not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Give me the Dolphins. All right, Priest. It's up to you. Give me Miami. I won't do it. I was leaning Miami, but I won't fucking do it. Green Bay has cost me so many fucking games this season. <laughs> for the sake of my sanity on Sunday, 
I can't do it. I will take the Packers getting the hook. I actually thought about taking the Packers when I was going through this earlier. In, when we started the call and I was quickly putting them in, I'm like, oh, Packers in three and a half. That feels like a good spread. This feels like a three-point game. So I don't hate that I'm on the Packers. But it does feel like Miami's due for a good 24-20 win here and uh, that four-point win uh, favorites you fellas. Oh, I feel dirty. CJ, yeah. think of Christmas. Denver, minus two and a half. Going to L.A., take on them Rams. Look, is the GOAT still playing quarterback? Uh, Baker Mayfield, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, yeah. Don't like go. Brett, oh. Pretty sure Brett Rippon's still playing. I don't know. I believe Russ. He didn't practice, but he's expected right. to start. You think Bathroom Bobby's going to come out and play? I don't know. I'm still going with the Rams. He got announced as the starter by Hackett. Well, that's reassuring. Taking the Rams? Yeah. On Puff Rams? Yeah. Dino? I will not bet on a backup QB. I will not bet on Nathaniel Hackett. I will bet on that defense, though. Give me Denver. I have a hard time seeing how L.A. moves the ball. They they struggled in two games. Um, they don't have they don't have a good offensive line. Denver's going to eat. Uh, they won with Brett Rippon, and Russ was moving the ball two weeks ago. I still think Nathaniel Hackett's a complete joke. He could get out coached by McVay. There's no doubt about it, but... I think Denver can win by three. I, I'll take Denver. Billy? I've heard a wise man once say, maybe Nathaniel Hackett isn't the problem. Give me that defense against Baker Mayfield. Give me the Broncos. <laughs> Bronco Nation, let's rock. Oh, uh, Merry Christmas, America. This is your game that you get to watch while you're eating dinner with your family. Thanks, yeah. Roger. Oh, this is this is a good chance where, where people flip to the NBA game. We'll see. Probably aren't wrong. And the Sunday night football isn't people not gonna give much more shit. If 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 PDB wasn't playing, if old post divorce Brady wasn't on Sunday night, this game would have zero viewers. Dino, the Bucks are laying seven and a half points. And they're going to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I'm perplexed, to quote a wise man. I, what the hell am I supposed to do here? I can't take Arizona, and then I break the... It's Trace McSorley. They ruled out Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy I could take. I can't take Tra- Trace McSorley. But Tampa Bay's been so fucking bad, and it's a, it's the hook. The hook is killing me. But I have to take PDB. I don't want to. Give me Tampa Bay. I'm I'm stumped now that you said that Trace McSorley starting. Oh, I well with Colt McCoy, I'm on Arizona for sure, getting seven and a half. T 
Tampa Bay is the worst team against spread in football. They're going to win, but they're only going to win by like four. I'll take the Cardinals. Billy, what are you going to do here? This is like punch you in the face if you take the Cardinals. I know, right? And your seven and a half point rule you came up with this week is just flipping you off. Just paint me green and call me a fucking pickle. I don't yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what I think I should do, but can I do it? I mean, rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> I'd rather break a rule and get slapped in the wrist than get punched in the face. There. I mean, Trace McSorley, no. Give me, give me the bucks. Okay. I don't, I don't want to pick this game <laughs> at all. <laughs> like. Like, I'm surprised Tom Brady really hasn't fucking killed himself yet. You see his new girlfriend? I did. I did. Oh, I, I don't know how much money him. he's in her, you know? Like, I wonder how much Viagra that motherfucker's taken. Give me Arizona. You're saying that Tom Brady has a new girlfriend and she could be a distraction? That would be one way of putting it. (laughs) She's like 24 or something. (laughs) I should be I should be envious of Tom Brady for that fucking reason. Oh, wow. All right. Monday Night Football. He's almost the same age as her, you know. Hey, mom. You know. Little Jack Brady or whatever the fuck his name is. You son know, of a broken man. A broken man. Oh, son God. of a broken man. Bow, now, 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 now. He'll be banging. He'll be banging. He'll be banging his stepmom. <laughs> ah, it's terrible. Milf Hunter number two. Anyways, Monday Night Football, the Los Angeles Chargers are laying four and a half points on the road. They're taking on the Colts. Ah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we got we got a good slate of fucking primetime games, don't we? I am gonna take the Colts. Four and a half is a lucky number with the Colts. I'm gonna take them. They seem to get they seem to be able to find a way to get an early lead in games. They had it against Dallas. They had it against Minnesota. Jump out to an early lead, build up that confidence, and then just let it slip away in the end. And let the Chargers, you know, backdoor win, but not cover. Billy? You know, if you're really feeling frisky, you could participate in some 420 friendly activities. And you could go watch on Twitch better Madden games being coached than you will see in this Monday night game. I, I don't I don't know who to take in this. I mean I like the Chargers, but cross country flight. I guess you know it's the prime time game. Give me the Chargers. Time issue won't be really be a thing. CJ. Yeah, the Colts can't score. Matt Ryan is fucking old and washed up. He has been for years since the Super Bowl. 
it's just, you know, it's sad. Sad to see. I hate that son of a bitch. That's why Big Dick Nick is starting. Well, you know, either way. Yeah, he's washed up, too, you know. Old night. I don't know. Give me give me the Chargers. They're playing for something. I know. There comes a time in life where you have to admit that you have a problem, and I'm just a slut for Brandon Staley. Give me the Chargers. <laughs> At least you can admit it. Is there a 12-step program for that? All right, CJ, with the Colts and the Chargers, you want 52 points? Fuck yeah, I do. Did you see see the score last week? It was like Like, a pretty good number, 32-20. Feels pretty realistic. Dino? 38. Would you say 38? Billy, 44. Um, man, Chargers 24, Colts 44 feels like the number. Um, I'll go 47. Nah, now I'll go 41. 41. Locks. I'm ready. Yeah, fire It's been working for a month and a half. Give me Detroit. Give me Cincinnati. Give me Seattle because Kansas City doesn't cover big spreads. And your Jack Daniels lock of the week. Give me Gardner fucking Minshew and the Philadelphia Eagles. I like it. All right, give me the Jets. I'm in the same boat as Dino. Ben fucking work. Give me the Lions. Give me... I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. (laughs) Give me the New England Patriots. (laughs) And give me the Miami Dolphins. Uh, all the games you took to England as luck. I mean, it's just you know, you know when you know, you know. Oh, you know. Okay, CJ. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Steelers. Give me Tennessee. Give me Cincinnati. And uh, give me the Lions. Take the uh, I'm gonna take the Giants. Take the 49ers. I really like that. I'm gonna take the Falcons. And uh, I'm gonna take Denver. 49ers are a good teaser team this week. Yeah. Oh, certainly, certainly, certainly. Feels like a good tease would be the 49ers and the Eagles. Tease the Eagles up another four. 
sees the Niners down four, make it a 49ers minus three, and the Eagles plus eight and a half. Yeah, it's a little two-way teaser. Go Patriots, Niners, Bucks. Yeah, Bucks is a good teaser with Trace McSorley at the helm, but you never know. Maybe being a four-year backup in the NFL and never sniffing the field uh, and all the practice, maybe he's going to be like Kurt Warner. Doubtful. He lost by double digits to the fucking Broncos. He played last week? I thought Col- or Colt left the game, right? It, the Colt left the game. He came in. Early. Gotcha. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. We will catch you guys next week.